The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. This is Haley Motzinger, and you're listening to Free Pizza. Free Pizza, your platform for creative. Today we have a very, very, very special guest. The Frank Gatterfroy is in the building. What's going on? Hello, hello. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Not in the building. You're in New York City. I'm in North Carolina. So I got Still you. Still in the building. <laughs> Still in the building. We're in a building together online. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yes. What borough are you in? Are you in Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, Bushwick. Everyone is in Brooklyn. Every time I go to New York, all my friends are in one yeah. place. <laughs> That's amazing. I usually say the only reason why I go to the city is because I have to go through the city to go to work. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm in Brooklyn all the time. <laughs> Brooklyn, oh, that's what's up. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're and actually, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. What did you say? No, I was going to say that my studio is actually 10 minutes away. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yes yes and frank is a photographer in new york um haitian born but you're in new york obviously work is absolutely amazing um when i went through your website well this whole past week and last week i was like i don't know because people who can capture minimal moments and minimalism to me are crazy because i'm not sure how your brain works like that <laughs> <laughs> So crazy in a good way, crazy. I'm like, how do you capture something so deep and it be so minimal? So we're going to talk about all that. And you're a part of even a show since we're here, which is happening right now. It ends Sunday, but your interview will go up um, this week. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about all your work. So before we get to the show, tell us where you're from and how you got into photography. So I'm from the south of Haiti. Mm. Like I, so I grew up there and I, and I moved here when I was 15. So in 2010, uh, after the earthquake, a couple, of, a couple of months later, I moved to Miami. Oh, yeah, I remember that earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to Miami, and then I finished my high school, junior year and senior year of high school in Miami, and then I moved to New York. Uh, how did I start with? And then with New York, finished college, and I'm working. But I think the day it started, my cousin gave me an iPhone 4. What? And then I started taking photos with it. Um, so I used to live in Long Island and, and I used to go to Baruch College in the city. Uh-huh. So every day I used to just take pictures on my phone. And that's what I did for four years. But it was just <laughs> something I did. I never thought of it at anything. It's like, I'm going to practice. No, it was just I took photos every day and I posted them. And uh, so my dad gave me a habit. So when we used to go to school, he used to never drive us the same way. He used to take different ways. So yes. I think that, I mean, every day when I used to walk, I used to walk from Penn Station to 23rd Street. Oh, wow. So I never took the same way every day. It was uh, yep. just different. Every single day was different. And then by being in different streets, seeing different people, so it's just, 
taking different photos. I would say it started as street photography, I would say, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> and then I, I went to this venue in Bushwick, it's called Elsewhere. And I met my friend, um, her name is Asma, and she was doing, um, she's upcycling, she was upcycling at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I met, I said, oh, let's work together. And then we, I had my first studio shoot. Whoa. And there's this one photo. It's still my favorite photo ever. And I said, oh, wow, I could do the studio thing over and over again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it, this, this person, we shoot with this person. Somebody messages me and say, oh, I saw what you did with my friend. Do you want to shoot? I'm like, yeah, more people, the merrier. Yes. And then it's been two years like that. Um, now I mostly shoot every weekend. Oh, my God. Cause you work in the week. Yeah, after work sometimes? Yeah, after work sometimes. Um, I'll think about something and say, oh, let me see who wants to shoot today. Oh, my and then, gosh. Oh, let's meet at 8 o'clock tonight. Let's start shooting. Yo. The other day I had to shoot at 10 p.m., so it, I don't know. <laughs> 10 p.m. It's in just... New York, in the, the city that never sleeps, of course. Yes, the city that never sleeps. And you get up and just go to work and just do it all over again. That is that's yeah. passion right there. That's amazing. He said it started off as a hobby, so – Back up. So you basically got your training. You're kind of self-taught then. Yeah, yeah, self-taught. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And you know, I'm self-taught too. So I know the roads, it, the winding road that is of being self-taught. So were there any hiccups along the way that you can think of, like any points where you got discouraged or couldn't figure something out, or what resources did you use to get better? Uh, I think the way that I the the reason. I would say the fact that I never thought of it as something, oh, right? Okay. I think subconsciously is just by doing it every day without even thinking about it, I think I got better at it. And then that's why I developed my style. Okay, so I like this. I don't like this. I won't do it again. And then watching random videos, learning from people. It's just, it was never something that I applied. It was just something I was doing. That's amazing because obviously... A lot of people moved to New York to pursue something like this, but you were kind of already there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of interesting. And I'm so happy that you mentioned the iPhone. I feel like the iPhone 4 was like such a pinnacle, a, a pivotal camera phone to have back then because people weren't really thinking about taking photos with their phone before that. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? And now iPhoneography is like a thing. So yeah. Yeah. um that's really amazing. So what brought you to like, I mean, what's your work is black and white. So back then with street stuff, did you do black and white street photography too? Or how'd that develop? The street was, the street ones were in color. Okay. So I developed this rule, right? <laughs> Out of nowhere, I said, I'm going to post one photo in color and one photo in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it for years. I did not, I actually forgot about that. So thank you for reminding me. So yes. let's say if I have a colored photo today and I don't have a black and white photo, but I have other colored photos, I would have to wait to get a black and white photo, <laughs> take it the next day, figure out what I'm going to do to get this black and white photo and then post it. And then so I can go back to the color ones. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a process. You had a process. <laughs> And then um, at some point, I started posting two black and white photos. Like, all right, I'll just break my own rule. <laughs> I'll post two, and then it started to be three. And I realized that I, I liked black and white photos. Yes, yes, I love black and white photos. 
Okay, so people ask me this all the time, too, not to interrupt you, because people ask me why I shoot mostly black and whites. And I love, I've learned to love color. And when I have galleries for clients, I also have color photos, obviously. But I am drawn to black and white for specific reasons. But I want to hear why you're drawn to black and white. It's, there's no distraction. Yes. You're looking at the photo. Yep. Like, say you have a photo with red Let's say somebody's read something red, like you're focusing. I mean, yes, the photo can have substance, but I think the color is all, sometimes is a distraction. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at a black and white photo, you're actually looking at what's going on in the photo. There's nothing else to distract you. There's no noise. And I think also shooting in black and white for me is an escape because, I mean, if you look at Instagram or all these ads that you see all the time, everything is so colorful. Right. Yep. We're so overstimulated. So I think photography for me is like an escape for everything. So I think the color aspect of it is one of those things that I look into. It's it's um, yeah. I think it's because it's an escape from all the stimulation that we get all the time, and also that I love the way that I process a black and white photo. Absolutely. And yeah. to me, it's like I love the texture because you can tell mm-hmm. textures through black and white. So you know and you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, less distraction, which I do love. Cause I shoot for that reason. And everything is just more bold and sharp to me in black and white. Yeah. So when I saw it, going through your work, I was like, I resonate with this so much. <laughs> everyone's like, well, why does it shoot black and whites all the time? Because it just, it, I, it's hard to explain, but it's not, I don't know. So I'm just like, it's, it's just, it just looks better. And I keep it going. <laughs> also, um, like a lot of times I look at um, Magnum Photos, the website. Yes. Looking at these black and white street photography photos, I'm like, amazing. Um, phenomenal photos. <laughs> I know it brings out the subject more. I mean, it, it truly does. But like I said, there's there's room for color. And I understand why color exists. But at the same time, if I can shoot black and white forever, I will. And I probably will. So, <laughs> so we do black and white. I mean, other people do color. And yeah. then we can do black and white ourselves. That's right. Me and Frank take it over the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you develop more yeah. and more in your style, um, you know, people start to heat you up more and more to do photos. I'm sure you felt pretty good about it. Did you ever think you would pursue it as a career and that just be like your thing? Um, so for, I mean, even now I see photography as an escape, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things that I don't do every day that I actually do in photography, right? Like, um, like I'm busy all the time. Yeah, of course. When I'm shooting, I forget about everything. Ooh, okay. At the moment, like I'm here. Yes. So, but it's like, I see it as me with my journal. That's my happy place. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if I don't shoot, let's say for a week, I start feeling uneasy. But when I get back to the studio, I feel I feel at ease again. Like I'm, I'm it's like there's a peace to my my life. Yeah. So I know how much I don't want to mess that up. So I've always said I need to find a way to, if I don't have a full time job, I need to find a way to pay rent. But for me to treat photography as an actual job, I think it would break my heart. <laughs> okay. So because of how much it brings for me as a, like emotionally, personally, like everything. So I have to protect that as much as I can. 
So my goal is to, if I need to make money out of something, I don't know. I'm going to do the best I can to make sure that it's not from photography. Photography, but you know, the conversation that I have all the time with people, and they ask and say, "Okay, so you can't do a project, a paid project, for like a, a couple of hours, and then do your own projects all the time." I'm like, "Yes." Everybody says the same thing. I said, "Yes, I agree," but I have to internalize that in order for me to go forward with it. Right. Right. But. Right. I can say that because I have a nine to five that I like, <laughs> but if I hated my nine to five, I would have said, you know what? I'll suffer for a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but I like my jobs. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to, I don't know, but now it's becoming, I'm involved in so many different things that I'm going to need more time to do art. Yes. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to make a decision. So that's, I was, I was wondering that because eventually, I mean, obviously, I love that you love your nine to five. That's amazing. That's actually a privilege to be an artist and actually like your actual day job. But <laughs> as you get deeper into it, I can't see you not having a crossroads. Eventually, of being like, okay, I need to really dive into this thing and my vision and my passion. I gotta, gotta make some decision. Like maybe go part time at this other spot and do full time yeah. art or. Or whatever, but you know, it's, it's a hard road to, to cross. Yeah, but I feel like okay. So a year ago, I would not say any of these things. A year ago, I would say no. I want to keep doing what I want to do. I don't care about anybody else. But now it's I'm slowly stepping into. Okay, I'll work with this person. I'll work with this brand. I'll do this. I'll do that. But I'm appreciating the small steps that I'm taking. Yes, because I don't. It's easier that way than just jumping into something and doing things that I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. give you an example. I did street photography, but somebody told me about studio, and I laughed about it. <laughs> right? Yes. But that's all I do now. That's all you do is studio. <laughs> no street. All I do now. <laughs> We're I just take photos with my phone. Yeah. A lot, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Is there a reason why? My... Hmm? Is there a reason why? I don't know. I feel like using a camera sets the it it change it pulls pulls me in the setting that I'm in. Okay. Because I mean I'm always on my phone for texting or doing a lot of daily things, right? For the train, whatever we use our phones for. But having a camera in hand takes me away from outside, because mm -hmm. I think if I shot with my phone, it would still I would still feel like. I'm in my phone, like I'm with my phone. So I'm not really escaping. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Oh. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you also mentioned that, um, you know, and obviously I kind of resonate with that too, because I find myself now using my phone a lot, but, you know, usually I'm, when I have sh things I'm shooting, I just kind of separate the two so I don't do it, you know. I, I make sure I give myself breathing room with taking photos because, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything in moderation. Um yeah. But you mentioned some brand work. So what brands have you worked with? So there's this brand called Awet. So it's my my friend. Um, yeah, we started working together on the brand. And it's, I do the photography yeah. for the brand. Um, there's another brand called Sweet Prima. Like we're working together. Oh, wow. So it's um, slowly but surely, you know, things are happening. Um, but... But it's, I've noticed that it's people that I'm willing to work with. Yes. 
That's right? good. It's not just me jumping into something. It's people that I like, and I say, "Oh, I, I, yes, let's work together." Yeah, let's yeah. do something together. I'm actually interested in working with you and doing things. And that's the um, beauty of having it on the side is that you can kind of make more yes, uh, uh, yes. intentional decisions, and you're not really pressured by money to yeah. to create. So that's yeah. a pro of having it as a side thing, for sure. Yeah. And I've noticed how money affects the way I work. Mm, yes. It a- does. It really does. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you end up, if, uh, a lot of photographers that I know who do it free, you know, do it full-time freelance. At the beginning, you're scrambling for anything. And, you know, you're not really doing work that you really, really care about and that can kind of create some burnout and yeah. kind of kill the whole passion. So I definitely understand what you mean. But I'll say something crazy. People don't like to hear this. Oh, so, <laughs> there's people that I've worked with and money was a conversation to say, okay, so yes, we're working together, but I want to pay you, right? But I chose a different way Oh. and not taking money because I know that if money would have changed the dynamic of the shoot, I mean, for me personally, mm. So, and I've used these photos for good things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, my conversation now is if I'm doing a project for myself, I'd rather tell the person, hey, let's, let's try to see if we can get a middle ground before money is involved. Wow. Okay. But I can do that because I have a nice five fun. job. <laughs> Everyone listening to this, he can do this. <laughs> he has a separate job where he's paying his bills, so he can do that. Yeah. Yeah, because usually yeah. everyone's screaming like, "Pay creatives, not exposure, no trade, blah blah." blah. But you're just like, yeah. "Yo, that works for me. If we can work something out." <laughs> but as long as the conversation is, you have, I have the conversation with the person, right? Say, I'd rather this be more of an organic transaction mm-hmm. versus for me saying, "Okay, so I'll give you two hundred dollars to come here for one hour and let's shoot." Right. Absolutely. For me, that's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And you say that's. that's there's a beauty of that. that that tells me that you really care about what you're doing. So that's that's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. So I'm with that 100. percent And with your, with your work, I mean, is it more is it more collaborative? Are you like are you getting the pieces from these brands and you picking the models? Like how how does that work when you're working uh, with these brands? So the brands I work with, it's I mean we're friends. Yeah. So it's it's a collaboration. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so let's say if there's an idea for something, if I know someone, it's like, oh, I'll we'll bring this person in. Or if my friend knows somebody, it's like, oh, let's work together. So it's less a corporate, it's not a corporate conversation or a corporate um, transaction. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not into, I'm not there yet. Yes. Where yes. I'm talking to big brands and saying, okay, so we have a budget. This is what we're going to do. We have mood board. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Do you have any brands that you could think of that you would like to work with or guess on a bigger scale? Hmm. I always said I would like to work with Tyler, the creator. Oh, Golf Le Fleur. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think. Yes. Yes. Or ASAP Rocky, like these two guys. ASAP will be dope. I would be happy to work with them. Oh, man. Be, would, yeah, that would be. Seeing your style with the ASAP crew, ASAP Rocky or Tyler would be crazy. Yes, their music videos. 
Oh my god. He's <laughs> so good. I don't I don't know. Tyler is obviously and he's an artist, period. He can do a lot of things, but he's been yeah. such an inspiration for me and my group of friends here. Just seeing him grow from like the 2010 to like what he is doing now is just out of this world. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, and he's and he's paved his own path and he stayed himself throughout the whole thing. So for artists, Tyler is like that's someone to look up to. <laughs> yeah, and I went to L- when I went to LA in February. Yeah, I went to the store and like I know I'm not buying anything, <laughs> but I'm going to the store. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> oh, have you ever photographed outside of New York? Have you done any work outside? Uh, not yet. Okay. okay. Not yet, no. I mean, when I go places, I take photos, but... Not studio not stuff. Outside of... Um, I mean, when I went to Cali, I had a shoot there. But it was more of a personal project than... Okay, so 90% of my anything that I'm doing photography now, it's mostly personal projects. Gotcha. So, <laughs> to put that into perspective. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. your personal projects, so what, and I'm glad you have, most photographers I know don't do this, but I think every photographer, if you want to, should have personal projects. It's something that you're working on that really is literally just for you and to challenge yourself. So, what personal projects are you working on right now? Uh, okay, so there's something else. <laughs> it's the way I shoot. Yeah. Um, I don't... The way I shoot is, let's say we were to work together, I, I say to myself, okay, so I'm going to get a hat. Okay. And then you bring like a black and white outfit. Okay. And then you come to the studio. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope something good happens. <laughs> but I don't know what's going to happen. Yes. So we just shoot. We just shoot. And that's it. So for me, it's just scheduling a time slot and then I see what happens. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, yeah. I love that. It's sometimes when you plan too much, you put yourself in a box. You know, if you go in a studio with kind of a blank canvas and you kind of just go have a free for all, I feel like ideas, imagination kind of flows a little bit better anyways. Yeah. But you know why I I work like that is because at first I used to yes, I used to write ideas down, photos, look at photos of what we're gonna do. But when I get to the studio, I always do something completely off of what I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> yes. So one time I said, Okay, so you're going to, I, I told the person, bring a lot of props, specific props, like we talked about the props. And there was this one flower that somebody left at the studio. We just shot with that small flower. No. We didn't use anything else. No way. No, we didn't. <laughs> but that happens all the time. That's a And then at some point I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to keep it like that. I'll just say, let me bring an object and let's just see what happens. So what if a client does come to you and they have a whole Pinterest mood board of ideas? How do you work with that? I'm very, that's something I'm very worried about. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to get sued. Like, okay, so you, you have a conversation. You have a conversation with someone and you say, this is exactly what we're going to do. This is what we want. This is the thing we're look, going for. Um, I forget. I'm so in the zone. 
I get so in the zone that I forget about anything else. Right. So for me, that's a concern if I'm actually working with a brand. But the the brand that I'm working with right now, the group of friends, like I tell them, keep me in line. <laughs> I'll have my camera. I'll do my thing. But please, I'm begging you, just say this is what we need. This is what we need, so I can remember in the moment because I'm not going to. Yep, because you'll get on your own thing and then like, <laughs> hey Frank, come back, reel, reel it back in, reel it come back in. back, please. <laughs> we need you to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. that's amazing. So that kind of goes into my next question because going through your site, and obviously I'm trying not to. When I see people's photo work, even like any kind of work, I kind of make my own stories up in my head of what the image is portraying. But mm -hmm. is there any storytelling in the work on your page or is literally all of it you just going to the studio with, with no ideas and just making it happen? Because your, your work is kind of like, to me, like it's telling a story with some of the images. Yeah. You know, all of it is very strong. I see the, the movements and just everything's very bold and beautiful and sharp. So is there any type of storytelling at all with these different photos or just all free for all? Um. It is a free-for-all, but not at the same time, because if I'm in the studio with someone, there's, like, we're both mindful of where we are. Mm -hmm. There's what music is playing, what is what mood are we in. So everything counts. What's on the set. Like, for me, my, my view, field of view has to be empty. There's nothing there. Yes. If there's, I mean, like, let's say a ladder on the side, I have to move it. So... I treat a shoot like I would see myself editing a photo. Mm. I use continuous lighting. That's why I do all these things. So when I'm shooting, it's actually an experience for me. And I treat it as an experience for the other person. I love that. I think that's where the, that's where the story comes from. But I haven't done a project where I'm saying um, it's like a project. I wouldn't say a project with purpose. Like um, I haven't done a series yet on something specific. Okay, okay. It's always, yeah, let's go to the studio and see what happens. But there is a dynamic between me and the person. It's an experience for the both of us. Right, exactly. And, like, the way I love living work so much, and I kind of shoot, when I shoot portraits, I have I like, I like a, lot, a lot of, I guess, white space or empty space. And yeah. I think you use empty space so well in just all your photos. So is there a reason why you like the emptiness that you could – could explain if possible like the silence of it mm, okay um because like i said it's um there's busyness everywhere yeah right so i love the emptiness of the the photos and i noticed because i think my photography changed when i started using borders okay because the borders add to Cause it makes the moment smaller. Like you can grab, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I could take a picture of a bear, but if I'm looking at the bear on a photo, I feel like I can, I can take it in and say, no, this is manageable. Yes. Right. But I think that's why I love emptiness is just because dude, we're so tense all the time. <laughs> we're so tense. There's so much going on outside with everything. And it's, I think the emptiness brings peace to yes. me, I guess. It's very calming. Peaceful. It's very calming looking huh? at photos like that. Yes, it's calming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think the the reflective side of a photo happens after, not before. Mm. 
absolutely. It happens after I'm looking at a photo. Like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Staring at it, and I think of, I'm like, I'm thinking of things. So um, there's this photo with, I have with two hands gripping each other. Yeah. So the way that it happened, it was, uh, we were shooting and there was a hole and somebody put their hand and I told somebody else to make another hole and put their hands and like grab each other. Yeah, yeah. So that's an example of something that randomly happened in the studio. But now when I'm looking at it, there's so many different things that come to my mind. So the first thing I thought of is if two hands are grabbing each other, it's about collaboration. Yes. So in my head, I always had a story about two people collaborating whenever I see that photo. But... The other and that photo was taken a year ago. Mm-hmm. The other day, somebody looked at it and they said they see somebody falling off a cliff and somebody grabbing them. Oh, I was like, I've been looking at this for so long, I've never thought about that. Oh my gosh, is this on your website? I all no, it's not. I'll add it. Yeah, I have to add it. Yeah, I'll you have it. to at least, or at least send it to me. <laughs> yes, I'll send. I'll, I'll tie and then I'll, I'll. Okay, yes, yes. Because I. It. I want to see this so badly. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it is that people can kind of make their own little, like I said, their own little story up about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's, that's, and that's why, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Go ahead. And that's why I'm also against um, giving the photos a name, a title. Gosh, you're if, against if it. So you're looking at that photo. You're going, if two hands are gripping each other, you'll say collaboration. So you're looking at the photo yourself, it's collaboration. 50 different people will say, oh, it's collaboration. But if there's no title to the photo, 50 different people have 50 different stories. And I'm here to hear all those 50 different stories. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Yo, I want to start doing that. (laughs) I'm taking that, but I'm not naming anything. (laughs) No, it's it's so good to do that. Because even for you, you all make up stories yourself too. It's not. It's not set for anyone. That, and that's what I was doing. Looking at your work, I literally was like, "What's going on in this photo? Okay, this could be happening. Maybe this is gonna happening. Let me ask him." But then you're just like, "No, nah, we're just in the studio, just doing whatever." <laughs> but I think that's something at first that I was reluctant to admit. Yeah. But right. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, like I say, it doesn't have to make. It doesn't. You don't have to make anything. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> what it is yeah and you do have some work on your page where you're not in a studio so what 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 inspires you to take some outside of the, that space um those are old photos i'm looking at yeah the old photos that's i mean that's where yeah the old photos are mostly streets okay that's you just and out the, yeah that that's, was way before so gotcha. you'll see street and then at some point it was studio plus street but now it's it's mostly studio but if I do shoot outside, it would have to be like a very empty space. Because New York New York or Brooklyn, like the streets are very busy. You have the mm-hmm. buildings, you have the bricks and different colors, trees, whatever. So I don't really like to shoot on the street anymore. Yeah. But if there's an area or a space that's not busy, then I'll use it. Right. Like I've shot at Roosevelt Island. Okay. Yeah, I don't, so I want, for me, I would shoot here. I, I would shoot there tomorrow if I wanted to, because it's it's very clean. Yeah, 
It's perfect right? for yeah. your aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was scrolling down. I was like, these must be old photos because these are not <laughs> like the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. So before old. we get to this current uh, um, exhibition, I want to talk about the one you had in April. It's not yeah. always black and white. So this is your solo show. So yeah. was this your first one? It was my first one, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell us about that and you setting up for it, just the whole the whole shebang. So Ivna is the, was the curator. Ivna was of that one too? Yes, she was of, the curator. Of course Ivna was. Shout out to Ivna. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we met two years ago and we met for, for, uh, met for beer in the afternoon and then we kept in contact and then I saw her in... Uh, March at a show and then we hung out and then we said okay so what can we do together and because I mentioned to her that you know if if a coffee shop wants to have my photos they can and she and she said oh, okay and then that's when uh, the whole conversation was uh, we had the conversation and then the, yeah the solo show happened at the coffee shop wow so that's a coffee shop which is. I think coffee shops and art shows is go hand in hand. It, it, they kind of work yeah. very well together. Yeah. So how was it picking the pieces for the show? Did you have, obviously you don't really have a theme you work on, but how was it setting up and, you know, getting it all together? So Ivna, uh, I had photos that I wanted to use, but um, Ivna, uh, she picked the photos that she wanted she picked, to use. Yeah. It was like a this collaboration. And I mean, yeah, but if at that point, if you look at my pictures, so there's a lot of photos that I've posted through the years. So she had options. Yeah. So and then I went to help her out because I mean it's the first one, so I wanted to be part of it. Um, and then the photos were hung and started, but something that I like to do is I used to get coffee and just sit there. Because <laughs> you have to take that in. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. How did it feel just sitting in a room? seeing your work that you've poured your lot or poured a lot into just hanging up on the walls for people to see like were you feeling any kind of like obviously you were probably nervous a little bit but mm-hmm. how were how are you feeling just looking at your work just all around you i mean i said to myself damn it's here it's not in my apartment because i do print <laughs> photos to put in the apartment <laughs> so i'm like damn this is not the apartment this is my this is a public space <laughs> It's a public space. I can get coffee here and sit down and look at them. Wow. And other people are going to look at them. Oh it felt my. good. Oh, felt my gosh. So you, strange you, at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's not like in a, it's not my comfort zone. Right? Yeah. But it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's a very good thing, of course. And I mean, you know, I'm sure everyone coming in was like, oh, my God, Frank, this is crazy. Oh my gosh! So you say yeah. you do you print your work just for your kind of put around your own your own yeah apartment? yeah. You need to stop playing and put a link up so I can buy something. <laughs> I have to do yes. That's something I yes. I'm gonna do that. I mean, I released my website, um, so for for us to have something to look at when somebody wants to know what I do, but I'm I'm continuously working on it. Well, I might see what pieces you have laying around your place, and we can work something out. Because I, I, yeah. I, I would, I want something in my house from your from from your from your work. It's too beautiful. <laughs> um, so, how does it feel to be part of this Haitian, you know, show now? Like, did you think about, you know, artists from Haiti, with you being a photographer? Do you think a lot about 
representation with 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 Haiti? Yeah, it's, I mean, yes, because it's it's. I mean, all the art shows that we go to, it's mostly like you know you have international artists. Yeah. Now it's like you have a specific star group. You know, yeah. we left Haiti. We're here. We're doing something together. There's there's like it's a common purpose. Right. Absolutely. Just, even as that's that's what she wants to do. She wants to bring us together as Haitians. Yeah. She wants to show others that it's not only about other artists. There's also Haitian artists that are doing things every day. Thank so you. that's why, as for me, it's like it's it's amazing. I tell her all the time, like, thank you for doing this. <laughs> yeah. And we're we're in a space together. It's it's our culture. It's like if you go to school, you have different groups, but if you have that Haitian group, you feel comfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's. So imagine you're in New York, you're at an art show and you're with people that are speaking the same language, people that know the food, people that know the culture. So it's yeah. it's refreshing. Yeah, you've been around. I mean, it's, it's probably so much comfort even being around that in that um at the uh, the round table. I bet you still yes. at yeah. peace, you feel at home, people you could share experiences with and you're in an art space, which is even more amazing. Just seeing yeah. all the perspectives and all the stories and all that in one place had to be very powerful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. So, okay. uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. The, yeah. I the piece you um, chose to put in the show. So, yeah. obviously, untitled. <laughs> yes, untitled. But can you tell us what drew you to choose that specific piece? Um,. So we had, I had to pick a couple of them. I mean, we decided on that one, but I mean, because uh, <laughs> when I took that photo, we, so it's everything. So when we did that shoot, and the, the model, she's Haitian. Okay. The person in the photo is Haitian. So we, we, we decided to go to the studio to take some photos. And then while we're shooting, I took the photo I think it was like 15 minutes in for a two hour slot. I was like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll keep taking photos, but I know this one is gonna, cause I, it was in, that was the, was that like, no, it was like in February. Oh, wow. February. This year. Yeah. January, February. I don't, yes. Around that time. And yeah, we're shooting it. And I'm like, yeah, we're done. But I, I never used that photo. I, ne- I didn't post it. I didn't do anything with it until one day I had to use it for something. But for this show, I said, that's one of the photos that I want to use because to have it in a large format in the space, I don't. Oh, my God. I need you. I want you to send me a photo of it in the space because I'm sure that is such a statement piece on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Frank, oh my God, this is an incredible piece with the head, the, the, with the, I with the hat, the darker yeah, the face, hat, yeah. the posture, the way she's sitting, what she's wearing. I'm just like, this is the background being blacked out or grayed out and just insane. So with the clothing, how did that come to be? Did she bring that with her? The hat and everything? Yeah, the bring. So. I bought the hat okay. on Amazon. Okay. It was like, I, lo- I would love to have a shoot with um, a light above 
in a hat like that. And I had an idea how the light would reflect. And then I told her, yeah, we're going to have a light above you with a hat. And then come with uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. I love that. Happened. And the cube happened. The cube was in the studio. Let's say if the cube wasn't there, then it would have been a different photo. <laughs> um, if, if she didn't bring the that specific outfit, it would have been different. But it shows you how randomness can be <laughs> can be beautiful too. You know, it's just I I didn't know that the photo would turn out like that. Yo, but and, that, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, shoot, that's why I love shooting without necessarily a plan because it, you know, it makes it even more special. He's like, you know, we went to the studio, we shot for fifteen minutes, and like, all right, <laughs> we're we're good. I bet she was like, what? I was like, no, we're this is this is the shot. There's nothing else I need, I could do. Yeah. <laughs> like actually I kept going for ten more minutes, but the photos after that I wasn't really I, I focused out that was my only thing. I said this is the only photo out of the shoot that I want. Yeah. I support yeah. <laughs> that is so amazing. Oh my gosh. And I love that there's and she mentioned like want to because she mentioned a, a space that she wanted to do just like more photography stuff in New York somewhere. Is there a lot of photography in the show? I told I mostly talked to painters that were yeah, at the show. Yeah, I mostly painters, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I would love to see more yeah. photo stuff at some of her future shows for sure. So hopefully uh, you could you could do some more. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so um, the show ends Sunday. And obviously, this will go up this week and, you know, on to the net. So what other plans do you have, you know, after this? You just working on more personal projects or any more shows coming up? Yeah, I scheduled three shoots today. <laughs> three shoots. I don't know what the photos are going to be used for, but we'll see in the in the future. Uh, but now it's just it's a lot of experimenting, and yes. also um, I work with. I mean, I'm work also working with um, artists like music and music Ooh. to do song covers. So I'm in everything. I would love to see you work. Obviously, you mentioned Tyler and stuff like that, but to see you work with like a group in this type of studio setting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be yeah. pretty amazing to see you do that. Yeah. So I'm working with two brothers right now. So they have some songs coming out. So I'll work with them on the, on the covers. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's working. That's it's amazing. coming together. <laughs> well, you're in a perfect place for some exploration and collaboration. New York city is never ending. <laughs> And I feel like I'm living in a dream because there's so much going on that it's it's not. So I finished with this one thing, and then there's something else the next day. On on weekends, let's say Saturday mornings, I go get coffee, and then there's a shoot for an hour, and then there's something else I need to help somebody with, and then in the afternoon there's something else, and then at night I go somewhere. It's because of people that I've met through photography, right? Yep. So everything now is related to art, even if it's working or even going out. It's everybody that's in that circle now. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's dope. I mean, it's not a bad thing either. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that, oh, it's, it's great. I'm, it's amazing. It's like a big. It's like a big family. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a family. Yeah. It's Do you but see it's like a lot of different groups? Right. Yeah. Coming together and this is like yeah, a, yeah. make yeah. it work. <laughs> Do you see yourself going in any kind of a video direction? I do it already, I think. Oh, you do a little videos now? Okay, okay, okay. Not, I don't, 
do editing, but I do do, um, I help with cinematography. Oh, perfect. I was wondering that. Okay. I'm in the, yeah, I'm in everything. Oh, Frank, you better be out here. You better be. <laughs> Yo, it's exclusive uh, for me. Frank, before you blow up. <laughs> you're like, we were talking on Monday, October 17th. <laughs> and now he's working for all these different, he's working for Tyler, <laughs> for, for Frank Ocean, for this and that. <laughs> Frank Ocean was, I think it's somebody that I would like to work with too. It would be dope. Yo, that would be life changing. <laughs> that would be like, yeah, honestly. He's, he's yeah, he's, uh, yeah, definitely. Frank Ocean. Uh, looking at, remember he did that endless stream before Blonde came out? Yes. Yes, yeah. the black and white. I don't know, yeah. Frank. I'm, I'm, I see that happening <laughs> for you. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just putting, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> you put it out there today. Yes, I did. Uh, oh, Frank. Uh, short and sweet, but this is a, this has been amazing. Wow, what a, what a story, what a journey. Thank you. It was nice talking to you. Of course, you have a, you have a long way to go, but you know, I I have a couple of people I interviewed uh, for the for the show, so I keep these kind of short and sweet, so people can kind of get all get to all you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. But thank you so much for telling your story a little bit, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, setting up the call. Yes, of course. I'm the happy. interviews. Thank you for setting up the interview. Yes, yes, and I would definitely be working more with Evna as the as our life goes uh, because uh, I love supporting her so much. So, um, but yeah, stay on the line, Frank. I'll get you to do one more thing. But everyone, thank you for listening. The if you're in New York City, the show is happening in Harlem to the 23rd, so you have plenty of time to go and check it out. Um, of course, we missed the artist talk that was a couple of days ago, but you can still see the work. Um, but Frank, you're the best. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Cool. All right, Thank guys. You very much. We're out of here later. All right. Talk to you later. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.